All right, so here we are. I don't know what episode this is. Um, yeah, I only have one pair of headphones. All right. <laughs> one thing there. Yeah, what episode is it, Grayson? Um, I'd really like to know. I don't know. Um, I'll have to take a look. We're past 100 now. Um, but yeah, so we're here with um, your host today, Grayson and uh, Jesse. How's it going, guys? So Marcus is running a little bit late, but we're going to get started here. Um, so yeah, we did our Christmas podcast not too long ago. When was that? Two weeks ago? Yeah, I yeah, recorded so, it like two weeks ago, yeah. And now we have an actual Christmas Day coming up in a couple days. I think Monday. Yeah. I absolutely hate Christmas. I can't stand Christmas. <laughs> like, doing anything's a pain in the ass. Everything closes down. You want to be productive and get stuff done. And, like, everyone's going on holidays. It's so frustrating. Yeah, I like it. It's just, it's so chaotic. Oh, it's, I know. It's like trying to balance, like, getting all, all your gifts in order, getting holidays in order. I don't know, grocery shopping, everything. It's just, whew, it's a lot stressful. So and uh, driving around can be pretty. Oh, pretty it's hectic. it's nuts. So much road, traffic on the roads. Road conditions are terrible. Uh, this winter hasn't been that bad because it hasn't rained that much. Yeah. Um, at least in Vancouver, so there's not a whole bunch of ice. But the moment you get a little bit of snow or a little bit of rain, like people just freak out and don't know what to do on the roads and like stop. Yeah, it's, yeah like, it shut down. Really shuts down traffic. Shuts down by like, I don't know, twenty thirty percent at least. It just like boom, slows it right down anywhere you go at any time of day. Yeah. So like um, you said, you had to do Christmas shopping. Um, where whereabouts did you go? Oh, my favorite store is uh, Bass Pro Shop. Um, Bass Pro Shop. Yeah. Where's that? Uh, it's in Tawson Mills. Okay. They have them all over in the states too. So that it's like a big, big outdoor uh, hunting, fishing type of store. Have you been to um, the, the the one in Langley? The Bellas. No, no, Outfitters. Um, Outfit, uh, oh, the, I haven't been. I forget what it's called, but it's it's right across or, from where Best Buy used to be. Yeah, I don't know if I've been to that one. No, uh, I, it's pretty. It is more expensive there, but it's kind of cool because they have yeah. everything from like crossbows to you know guns. Yeah, you should go to Bass. You should go to Bass Pro Shop. It takes yeah. it takes all those and just makes it like a ten times better. Yeah. Um, they have like a live fish tank there that with like salmon. Really? That's like ten feet. Can you tall. go fishing? Ten feet. Tall. I don't know if you can go. Um, they have an archery range if you want to test no out. Way. If you want to test out the crossbows or bows that you're buying. Wow. Uh, they got guns. They got boats. They got side by side. So this is an actual quads. like big place. It's massive. It's yeah. huge. Yeah. It's it's like so so big. Wow. They have a bowling alley and restaurant inside of the store. Really? Okay, yeah. so this is like more of a mini mall than anything else. The whole store? Yeah, like, it's huge, yeah. man. It's like they sell boats, they sell trailers, they sell... I'll have to check this place out. That I was really just there. Cool. It's like pretty freaking sweet. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's my new favorite store for sure. <laughs> yeah, we, we did a yacht, but we haven't done an actual boat. For, like, we did like, um, oh, yeah. like, what is it, Boats Untraveled, um, when we filmed that $42 filmed that million dollar, yacht. Um, yacht. But it'd be cool to go and do a smaller boat there. Smaller boat, yeah, yeah. that'd be cool. That's but yeah, cool. anyways, crossbows scare the shit out of me. Like, I can't... The idea that you are holding something that's very primitive and there's so much force and tension on that bow with an arrow sticking into it, it just, it just feels like a recipe for disaster. Oh, I love crossbows. I've never actually fired a full-size one before. Oh, I have. They're sweet. Yeah? They're just like, yeah, it's like you just pull the trigger, boom! <laughs> like, um, yeah, crossbows are my favorite. I think they're just too cool. Yeah. I like the primitive aspect of them, these one-shot kind of... Yeah. Deal until you have to re- until you reload her. Yeah, yeah the, you have to get the crank right. And ah, for the old style ones. Um, old style ones like isn't like the crossbows that like the high powered ones? They have a crank on them, don't they? Um, don't you? Um, I don't think they're crank powered okay. now. I don't know. Like the, pull it back or something. Yeah, new ones are like pull back or I have a small mini crossbow that's not really. Yeah. But snaps in half and you like pulls back the. I think I've seen that one. Yeah, no, uh, you can probably kill the, a rabbit. Yeah, you can probably kill a rabbit with it. 
Um, recently, we had somebody actually mention on one of our posts, um, like we were talking about like different recalls, like the largest recalls in automotive history. Oh shit! And yeah. like Ford made it on the list twice, and like you know, we just have some ones here and there. But uh, something that he mentioned, I actually looked up afterwards, and I had no idea what it was. Um, it was the Ford uh, Pinko scandal. I'm, I'm sure I got that right. Let me just double check here. Uh, ping. Yeah, Pinto, sorry. Pintos. Yeah, the, okay. uh, the, the Ford Pinto um, scandal. So have you heard about this at all? Because it's no. really fucking horrifying. No, I want to hear it. So basically, um, again, we were, I was going over, I created a um, kind of a mini blog just talking about the five or ten biggest uh, recalls. But this didn't make it on the list because it wasn't technically recalled. So the Ford Pinto was made, I think, like the early 70s or late 60s or something like that. And they wanted to create a budget car for like $2,000 that anybody could go buy, um, kind of right. cheap, fast. You can, anybody can go and pick one up. Right, right, right. Um, so the guy who was new to Ford at the time wanted to kind of use this to make a name for himself. Yeah. So he designed this car and he um, basically brought it out to the testing facility. Um, he basically pushed it through production, got, tried to get, try, he tried to get everything going as fast as possible. But then right before they release it to the public, after they've already sold um, these cars, like through like pre-orders and stuff like that, yeah. they realized that there's a big safety concern with this car. And that is because of the design, the gas tank is basically right underneath the trunk. So any collision over 25 miles an hour causes the gas tank to explode. To rupture. And what I mean, like they, they tested 11 cars and I think, what was it? Eight or nine of the 11 um, exploded, but the other three that didn't, um, it only didn't explode because they were going under 25 uh, miles per hour. Oh, man. But the law says you ha it has to be able to withstand an impact of 25 miles an hour. Like that's what the law was at the time. Right, right, right. So, then they, so then they had to sit there and think, okay, what do we do? Do we go about um, charging? Like it's going to cost every single person who's pre-ordered one an extra, I think, $60. So that's one option. Or um, the second option is release it as is and just, you know, let's say there's 136 people that will die because of this exploding gas tank. Um, if we do that, it, then it will cost us X amount. So if they sold, let's say, yeah. 1.2 million of them, yeah. you know, they had to do the math and said, okay, well, it's you cheaper, know, $60 yeah. a piece for 1.2 uh, million is going to be X amount of dollars or lawsuits for 135 deaths is going to be this amount. They ended up going with plan B. The deaths, I hate that. I've heard about that a couple of times where there's been massive recalls and they do the math on like something like, oh, they know, they know there's a flaw yeah. and they know it's a deadly flaw. And yeah. I was like, Okay, well, we've already released like a million cars. So doing a recall is going to cost us this much amount of money or the percentage of people that will die and the accidents will cost us this much amount of money in lawsuits. It's cheaper to go with the lawsuits. <laughs> it got really scary. And then they sign off on it. It's like, fuck you guys. There yeah. were like a couple of women and children that were killed because yeah. again, it blows oh, up. Sure, yeah. There's people who were maimed, who lost body parts, who were horribly burned. And, uh, there was, and there ended up being this lawsuit against this one woman who died in the process. And she would have been completely fine. She would have survived if the gas tank hadn't exploded. And again, technically they didn't do anything illegal because, um, uh, because they were following what the government set out as required regulations. 
So they ended up having to take it to court and um, throughout the court proceedings, they ended up uh, discovering and pulling up all these records and these, um, these memos that Ford um, put out towards this problem. Right. And it was like horrifying the, the way that they were discuss, uh, discussing it. They, were, they broke it down in terms of like 136 people are estimated to die, 36 uh, people will be horribly burned, you know, 10 of them might be minor injuries. And like, it was absolutely just disgraceful. And what ended up happening was that I guess they had to pay like $4 million in a lawsuit. But eventually they just discontinued the car, but it was never recalled fully. Wow. Um, I was going to show you the um, the video here of it quickly because like they have testing videos back in the early 70s. Oh yeah, I'd love to see a testing, the, the, the um, gas tank blowing up for sure. That'd be but, um, Ford, uh, here it is. Oh, they're all photos of like the, the gas They should have. Oh, here we go. Oh, yeah. And then all the gas just comes. You can see the gas come out. Yeah. And then it ignites. Well, then you just need a bit of a spark and good fuel mixture or fuel air mixture or whatever. There's. Even that, that's just in the trunk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that wasn't hey, the actual. Minnie's gas tanks are in the trunk. My mini. Really? Yeah, it's in the tr if you pop up in the boot, it's right there in the trunk. <laughs> wow. <laughs> test them. This is and it's like, it, well, mine wobbles around in the trunk a bit too, but, wow. Oh, and then it ignites, wow. Right, so th again, they tested this like 11 times and pretty much every single time it ignited. Because Whoa, this yeah, is before. That's crazy. That's, that's old too. This, it, this is like before plastic and stuff like that. So yeah. the gas tanks aren't plastic, they're metal. Yeah. And like everything in the car is metal. So, so metal monster, you're going to get some sparks, you're going to get to catch on fire. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, uh, again, it, that's anything above um, 25 miles per hour. And think about the amount of rear end collisions that happen above 25 uh, miles per hour. Like it's horrifying. But then this kind of brings us into the next thing where. Um, the government said that, you know, as long as it um, qualifies, as long as it's safe at 25 miles per hour, then it's okay. Yeah. And then obviously a corporation says, well, it's technically legal, so let's just go with it. You go and get, go then take a look at um, like net neutrality or something like that. Yeah. Where the guys are saying, it's like, oh, well, you know, we don't need gov uh, government um, supervision and restrictions and regulations because corporations are going to do a fine job of it themselves. Well, no, that's, not. that's proof of a very like, bad situation where the government had very minor regulations and obviously, the, you know, the like Ford just took it way too far. And I just find it absolutely disgusting, the fact that, now I understand like you don't want to be in a communist society, you want to be in a free society, but what people don't realize is that the regulations aren't for everyday citizens. The regulations are there to protect everyday citizens from like this kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. 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 No. It's it's crazy that I can just justify like lives versus money, but that's wow. that just must plays into a factor in a lot of other things in, in life. Yeah. Where it's like, well, what? How much is a life worth? <laughs> well, at the time, I think it was like two hundred thousand dollars U.S. Yeah. Back yeah, in like I, last time I looked it up, it was payout? like yeah, it was like the uh, you know I'm um, turn like. The, the U.S. had like a, a set amount for if somebody's killed, how much is their life worth? Yeah, and, and I think so it was more, like 750000 recently, but they may have changed it or removed it. It's like better if, uh, 
and for those companies, sometimes if the paper person dies too, because they can just pay out their loved ones a lump sum. Yeah. Instead of like the people, if they get injuries, like and lifetime injuries, then it's like yeah. their entire life, oh, paralyzed, and then it's going to be like a way bigger fine. And yeah. it's like, they're like, oh, I hope the person just died instead. Well, they actually had a, <laughs> they had this thing on Mythbusters, and the idea was that, you know, when you're on an airplane and they tell you in case of an emergency that you kind of pulled that posture by like putting your arms on top of the seat ahead of you and then kind of resting your head. Yeah. So the theory was was that the, um, the airline wants you to do that so that it kills you, it snaps your neck or something like that, versus you sitting upright and then getting hurt because they'd much rather pay out a lump sum than having a whole bunch of injured people on a plane. And that's disgusting, right? Like, there was it, a myth busted? It, 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 it didn't actually end up being true. It ended up being like safer to do that. Yeah. Um, but like, can you imagine though, like how easy it would be for like a company to do that? And if Mythbusters didn't come out and actually do like, you know, try it and see what the difference is, you can imagine like how easy a massive company or massive like uh, industry like that could get away with it. I mean, how the hell are you going to test it? Yeah. Right? Like you're assuming that they've done their research and you just go with that. Yeah. You assume that the, they know best or whatever. Yeah. You assume they know best is the way to go with that, but yeah. they really don't. Yeah. But anyway, so you're telling me a story about your uh, girlfriend's car got broken into. Uh, yeah, here at my place in the Surrey, you know, so it was overnight and they they broke in. I don't know if they used a Jimmy or something. It didn't look like there was any forceful entry, but she's pretty on the par with locking the doors all the time. So it must have been like, it's an old 90 Civic, so they're pretty easy to break into anyways. No alarms or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, no alarms or anything like that. Didn't have a steering lock on it. And uh, they didn't steal anything. They stole her driving gloves. Bit of a dagger, that's for sure. But there was not like anything else valuable. And they went through like everything, left it all in a mess, and they ripped apart the steering column trying to break into it, and like had it all unbolted, and had the the far side of like where the ignition is unbolted or whatever. I don't even know what that piece is called. And they're um, trying to—I don't know—they're trying to trying to get it. They never got it. I don't know. The idiots don't know how to steal a car apparently because or like, maybe they got shocks. Or yeah, or maybe yeah, or maybe <laughs> so, maybe someone came and like interrupted them or something, and they had had to bounce before they could finish the deed like it's kind of a brazen spot like um the parking lot i'm assuming they parked in or she parked in the main guest parking right? yeah just in the regular old guest parking there so and there's like, windows like there's right windows above that. and like people coming in out of there and there's a bit on a busiest road so like you usually think it's pretty fine but somehow they were just they just went for it and it's one of the most stolen cars it's also one of the most mass-produced cars most night. stolen, really? It's the most stolen one, yeah. Most wow. reportedly stolen for ICBC at least is 93 Civic. Huh. Or like 90, something like that. Early 90s Civic. Yeah. In around that era of the Honda Civics, there's just like so many stolen. Because there's, there's a lot of them for one. And for two, they're like pretty easy to steal. And there's not a lot of alarm systems and stuff like that. But they didn't hotwire it or anything. They didn't, they didn't figure it out. So, so you're telling me a story about driving down with the steering Yeah, button. so the ignition's all like kind of wonky. It's all like tilted to the side a bit. And like you have to like hold the, or you turn the key in and it gets like stuck and like you turn it, it doesn't work. And you turn it, it doesn't work. And like you turn it and then you have to like figure out how, like it was like, what the fuck, why is it like doing this? Because it was working like the first time, okay. And I found out like the, on the other side where, the, so the key goes in on the right side, on the left side of the ignition, um, there's this metal piece and then it was like, it was screwed in and it's got like the wires connected for like the power, I guess. And there were, it was loose. So I found a couple of screws on the ground and the guy was like, oh, okay. So that, go, that goes there and I screwed those back in together. But they weren't fully tight yet. So I didn't have, I didn't have a screwdriver on me. So I was like trying to tighten them up and they were kind of come loose. And I was like, that's the reason why this key was sticking when I was trying to start it all the time because it was loose, like, it was loose again. 
So when I was driving, I was like, okay, well, I had a different key, set of keys on me, and I was just trying to turn the screws, and it slipped, and I went on and hit like one of the wire, <laughs> wires that are like attached to it. Big spark, <laughs> just massive spark. Whole car shut down, turned back on, and I was like, whoa! And it shocked me. <laughs> I was like, oh, but, but okay. This, <laughs> this is a '93 what? Civic, though. Like, what type of like? That's a sounds like a decent amount of power. Like, what kind of power do they have? Ignition power, I guess, because that's for the ignition. So you need to have like yeah. Whatever it was, but I have like, my keys all black now, part of it, the one I was using to try to twister. But I was like, all right, maybe I'll try to do that when the car is uh, parked. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll move the battery. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, just when it's parked, it's fine. Yeah. It was, and uh, yeah, I'll go get a small screwdriver and go down there and do it properly. Wow. And then it should work. But yeah, it's a big dagger. Yeah, that's Cause unfortunate. Because it's like kind of at that kind of value where it's like, um, is it like you, you got to pay a deductible to get things fixed, right? So if it's kind of a theft, but you have to go through the deductible, so it's like going to be probably like a three hundred dollar deductible, and by that point, it's like it's going to it's like probably a three hundred dollar job just to fix the yeah. steering column. And then at what point is it just would you rather them take the car and write off the entire car Ooh, than for sure. just I was like, the three hundred dollars? I wish they were successful at uh, <laughs> stealing this car. You <laughs> it's know? like you like, catch them in the act, like oops, I dropped my keys. It's like oh, I forgot something on inside. I, I know. I was like just just freaking take her, and we'll just oh no. Uh, <laughs> and then just, you know, get a new car. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you know, uh, knew this, but Surrey, um, at least kind of around, like around here, I don't exactly know how far it extends, but they said Surrey has the highest rate of car theft in like almost of all Canada. It, at, There's it, one place it, in Toronto, I think they might have better, or like it, Toronto outer districts. Uh, yeah, it, at one point it had the highest amount of car yeah. thefts. I think, it, I think it's really changed. High too, but yeah, like, I think Surrey definitely um, got a lot safer. Like um, crime went down and stuff like that. It's still there, but it's not as bad as it once was. Right, right. Uh, kind of like the early, mid-2000s. Um, yeah, but around yeah. that time, yeah, Surrey was like one of the worst in Canada. Yeah. And like I had a friend who lived uh, maybe like a block down the street from me on 80th Avenue. And um, he had two or three cars stolen. Like he was in a basement suite. He parked in the driveway or across the street from the house. And he had two or three cars stolen. Like within like a period of like two or three months. Wow. Like he basically, um, he, I got one stolen, went and filed the claim with ICBC. As that was being worked out, he went and bought a new car. And before that was finalized, his car got stolen again. Yeah. And then like by the end of it, he had like two or three claims, but then he got one of the cars back. The police yeah. found one car. Growing up, we had two of our cars stolen. And that was in like South Surrey, like White Rock. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, are they newer cars? Uh, like... no, like, those are those like a Dodge Caravan we had stolen once. And okay. then I think our Tercel was stolen once. Yeah. And maybe even the truck that we had once was stolen, like my family's truck was stolen once. Uh, I know a bunch of people have had like, just cars, like pretty common to have your car stolen. Like, yeah, like the one thing we had happening recently was that people were stealing new cars. Like really? it was like a 2007, 2008, uh, what was it? It was um, um, Volkswagen, not Jetta. Um, That's not really new anymore though. Well, no, but I mean, when I say new, I mean like it has an alarm system. Oh. Right, like new and like new to the point where, and this was a couple of years ago. Some of them ago. do. I don't know if all of them. 2007 alarm systems. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like um, our 2001 um, Forester had um, an alarm system. Oh yeah. Kind of like anything after 2000, they started putting alarm systems. Like you, you open the door without the key and it'll go. Yeah, I can't think of a car that I've driven that's like 
older than 2003 that didn't have, or sorry, newer than 2003 that didn't have a alarm system. Mm, I guess I had never owned one with alarm systems, I wouldn't know. Yeah, you always go with older cars. But yeah. like the ones with alarm systems are actually very simple and very easy to break into and arguably even easier than ones that, are, that don't have them at all. All you need is a little bit of research and you need to go and build a device. Right, and it basically, mm. it's like a memory device that, um, like, if as soon as you go lock your car with the remote, it sends a signal from your uh, remote to the car. Your device basically has a little antenna on it, and it captures that signal. So then you can go and repeat it at a, as soon as the person leaves. So the person leaves, you repeat the signal. You can unlock the car and basically hop in and go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. It's uh, yeah, they did it on YouTube. Like you should look it up. It's really, really fucking scary. Uh, like how easy it is. It's just you need a little bit of um, hardware and you're set for like under a thousand bucks, easy. Like probably under like two hundred if you do it yourself. Oh jeez, okay. You yeah. could you, you could basically hack and get into any car that's on the road today. Then you gotta turn it on though, right? Yeah, I mean there's a different process to do that, but at least getting into the car, it's that simple. So you can go and rob any car. Like you just go around a parking lot, like set that up, and <laughs> just like somebody them. leaves, tell you unlock the, the car, yeah. and like nobody thinks you're, that you're gonna be stealing their car if you're unlocking it and then going into it, yeah. right? Like if you're, yeah, exactly. If you're in a parking lot or something like that. Yeah. So you wait until you're in a mall parking lot. Some you scan the signal, wait for the person to leave. Then all you have to do is go, open up the door, grab everything you want, and leave. Jeez. Well, hopefully no one does that. Yeah. It's kind of a dick thing to do. Oh, totally. And it's like. At some point, it's just like not worth stealing a car. Like I don't understand why people steal cars to begin with. Like you would think that to, to drive away and steal them, that doesn't make a lot of sense nowadays. Like what are they going to do with it? I know. Like what? Like they're not clearly don't have like like if you're stealing a ninety Honda Civic, it's not like show quality. Like, you know, it's not show quality or anything. Yeah. What, like what, what are you going to do with it? Like you're not in the position that you're just going to like. Well, I'm just going to be able to properly. Uh, Get those insurance dropped over and sell it on the black market. Like, you're like, what? It doesn't work well, like that. It doesn't fucking work like that. You can't just, like, turn around and sell a car that's been stolen. Like, I know. you have to do a lot of shit if you were to take, just take a car and be like, I'm going to sell it somewhere else. Like, you have to do a bit of work to, like, fuck, like, fudge the paperwork. You have to go find, like, switch VIN numbers, like, fucking go find some paperwork from a non-stolen car, like, in a graveyard somewhere that matches it. Like, you got to do a lot of work that it makes you seem like... Maybe it wasn't even worth stealing. Like, you know. <laughs> but then best case scenario, assuming everything goes flawless, yeah. you just made like 2,000 bucks. <laughs> I mean, like how much is a 93 Civic Yeah, not worth? even. Man. Yeah. Like it's a couple thousand bucks. So it's yeah, like top. We're, our absolute best case scenario, which realistically would never happen, you get the value of the car, which is a couple thousand bucks. Yeah. Or worst case scenario, you basically sell in the black market um, and you'll get maybe a quarter of that because who the hell wants to um, buy a stolen car that you can't register? Nobody wants to buy stolen cars. No. I don't want to buy a stolen car. It's a pain in the ass. Like, what do you do with it? Like, yeah, you unless insurance. you just want to go for a joyride. Which is, that's the only thing. Is that's that more, like, I want to go commit a crime, right? Yeah, and there's, yeah, that's the other thing. Stolen cars can be useful for committing crimes. Yeah. If you want to go rob a bank or something, then you have a, a, a car that's un, unmarked or whatever for a bit, but you got like a one, or one day period to go do something with it. Pretty much. And like, you know, um, cop cars nowadays, they have like, um, scanners on license scanners, plate and they'll, yeah. they'll just scan, but whoop, this car's been stolen. Like, yeah. And they'll pull you right So they don't even have to look at the cars. The machine does it themselves. I also got pulled over in like that car the other day with my whole family in the car. In what car? The, the Civic. Her Civic? Yeah. It was okay. A fucking dagger. I was coming over Patella. Yeah. You know, it's goes to 50 zone. It's a 50 zone. Patella. The bridge, the bridge. Patella bridge, the orange yeah, yeah. bridge. Okay. It's a 50 yeah. zone. Let's come back from Christmas brunch. Yeah. With my mom in the car, my brother, and my girlfriend. 
And I was driving. And I was like going like 75 or something. And I'm like, guy, and it was raining. And it was foggy. It was like a terrible, terrible day. Super rainy, right? And I'm just co. I have my foot off the gas, just like coasting down from the from the bridge hill. Yeah. The little cop at the bottom there. Didn't even ask like any questions or anything. Just pulled me over. And he's license and registration. And it just shows me the gun, right? And I was like, license and registration. I'm like, oh, and he okay. shows you the gun. Do the speedometer. Oh, sp- oh, I thought you meant like he like, <laughs> wants to be like a big guy and pulls out his gun or something. <laughs> no, it shows me his radar gun. Yeah. Um, and then uh, you license and registration. I'm like, okay. I get to him. Goes away without, without even like saying like, hey, just let you know you were speeding. Or like, hey, did, did, like you know you're going to slow down out there? Or like nothing. Just like shows me license and registration. I'm like, okay, yes, sir. And I like, handed it to him. And I was like, I'm going to say a bit more. Like, oh, how's your day? And I'm like, nope. That just takes it, goes to the car, comes back. Here's your ticket. Have a nice day. And walks back. <laughs> I was just, I'm like the guy was just cashing in money for oh, sure. <laughs> for sure. Like it's, it's a conveyor belt for him. Oh, it's just, just conveyor belt. It's like ticket, 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 ticket. Yeah. And uh, luckily they didn't realize the, her insurance. Is expired? No, no. Insurance was not expired. No, <laughs> no insurance is always uh, registered for people who are 25 years and older. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that that only counts for in the family. I thought the um, I, I thought yeah. ICBC said that. No, no, she isn't insured for like you know you have to be twenty five years or older or uh, like ten years driving experience or whatever. Okay, wow. Which I'm twenty three, so. Yeah. Yeah, that's the issue right now. I guess is that you know cops are like there's so many better things that they could be doing other than. I just think like, so. Like you did, like I, it wasn't. I wasn't ridiculously speeding. No. I wasn't. I wasn't driving like it wasn't. Excessive. I, I, like, my whole family. My mom was in the car. I wasn't. Yeah. Like, my mom would have been like. Wah, wah, wah. Like, you know, like, there's an absolutely no way my mom was just letting me just, like, rip down. Like, I was, like, I was coasting down from coming off a bridge that's a 50 zone. And it's, yeah. like, it's a pretty big hill that comes off the bridge. Yeah. It's, like, no, I just wasn't applying brake in this super rainy, foggy weather. Like, I was, just, like, I actually been going a little slower because it was foggy. But, like, I mean, it was, like, foggy on the inside of my windows. <laughs> I was, yeah. like, wiping it. And it was, like, really rainy. So, I'm, like, okay, like, just everyone's traffic. Just go with the flow with the traffic. Like, not really... Wow. And uh, the top, the, I didn't adjust the steering wheel. Okay. So the top of the steering wheel is like right where the speedometer is. Like, oh, so I would have right. had to adjust it, like to see this. So like I wasn't, so I wasn't like really being able to like look at it, like subconsciously or, yeah. or like in my peripherals every all the time. So I didn't. I was like, I was like, oh, like as soon as I saw the cop, because I saw him, and I like looked down. I was like, oh, I'm going a little quick, but I'm like, ah, oh, he's not gonna pull me. Over. I'm not going that quick. And then sure enough, I go up and I see the lights come on, come on behind me. I'm like, oh. That's so frustrating. So frustrating. I was yeah. like. And I'm wearing like a Christmas suit, <laughs> and we're all dressed up. We just came back from like family brunch, like yeah. golf course, right? We're all wearing nice clothing. Yeah. Like, no, like Merry Christmas or anything. Like. <laughs> yeah, that, that's brutal. That's brutal. brutal. But yeah, I can't wait for fucking Christmas to be over. So I'll have to go put the dispute in on that one. <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, like, they're really um, like it used to be like two years before you got your court date, but they're starting to speed things up a bit. Yeah. Um, but even if you go to court, uh, and like cops, like for at least um, for myself, like I've found that the cops show up quite frequently now. They're showing uh, up more. Yeah. Yeah, but the thing is though is that you, if you ask for a reduction, like the judge will get out always yeah, gives it to you unless yeah. you're being a dick, right? Unless you're being a dick. No, I'm gonna go there and be like. Uh, yeah. Super polite. Like, look, I'm really sorry. Like, I just lost my speed. And, like, the thing is that what people don't realize is the judge... I, I just don't up, want the points, to be honest. No, yeah. But, like... So, like, for me, if um, I go in there, my main thing I'm going to ask the judge is I don't want the points. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, like, yeah, I, I'll, pay, I'll pay the dues. Like, it's fine. I, I, I had my whole family in the car. I didn't... Uh, I didn't, wasn't trying to go speeding. I definitely wasn't street racing or anything. He was the bottom of a hill on a bridge. Just collecting his money. Yeah, I'll pay him his money, but like, don't give me the don't give me the points of my license. I'm gonna have to pay off and like 
Like, please. Yeah. And then I'm sure they'll be like, oh, all right, but. Well, like, um, you know, the people, what, what people don't realize is that judge, uh, you know, the judge as well as the police officers, they deal with so many arrogant dicks every single oh, day. Oh, I know. That as long as you go in You're there and nice? be super polite, just yeah, say, yeah. like, thank you for yeah, seeing me. Yeah, I worked in customer service. So I worked in customer service before. Anyone who's worked in customer service before, there's a bunch of people who are just assholes. Yeah. So whenever people are, like, pretty nice, you're like, oh. I'll give you extra butter on your popcorn. Yeah, like, I don't exactly. care. Like, you just feel like you're nice. You just don't do it all because they're just like, this is a nice customer. So it's yeah. the same kind of way if people are nice. But I didn't yeah. even get a chance to be nice to that cop. Yeah, I know. Just but like, like, saying please and thank you goes a long way, especially you know, to like a judge. Yeah. Yeah. But did I tell you about my um, police encounter when we were filming the, um, was it the M3 or something like that? No, I don't know. Maybe. So we were out in um, kind of, I don't really want to say where, but we, we were out filming kind of on a common uh, road that we usually do our filming on. And yeah. w- when we're doing um, like chase shots and stuff like that for cars, we usually mount the, the, D, uh, the, yeah, the camera, the DSLR in front of my car and in the back of my car. And then that's how we get the actual driving shots of the car that we're filming. So if you're driving down one lane, usually you'll kind of go in the middle lane a bit to kind of get more of a corner shot of the car. And you're kind of moving around um, to different sides of the back of the car in order to actually get those nice cinematic shots. Yeah. Now, we weren't speeding at all. Like, in order to get these shots, you have to be really close to the person. So we were like, you know, maybe like two meters away from his bumper. So, like, you know, we were quite close. And and because we were so close, we were doing like 40, 50 kilometers an hour. We weren't going very fast at all. But we ended up passing these dog walkers on the street, like local people out in the kind of farmland and they're just walking their dogs, right? And they didn't look happy. Like every time we passed them, they did not look happy. <laughs> so then we keep on filming and we go back and kind of set up the cameras and the Marcus goes to take it out for the re- uh, review portion. I look at my phone, I have three missed calls. So I'm like, three missed calls from a private number. Like what the hell, check my answering machine, no messages. I'm like, okay, kind of weird. Then I get a call again, private number. So I pick it up. And it says, hi, my name's uh, Constable Erica with the RCMP. Uh, we've got reports of you street racing out in, um, you know, wherever. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, I was not expecting that whatsoever. And like, I don't know what to say. Like, yeah, I'm like, cool. no, I drive a Cobalt. We weren't street racing. It's like, well, were you driving side by side um, with another car or something like that? And I was like, like no, well, I mean, I went to go and pass somebody. So I may have been there for like a brief second. But like, there's no way now we were street racing or anything like that. And like, we're leaving the country in like just over a week. So like, I don't want anything and we're driving. This was recently? This was like, like maybe like two weeks ago. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, cool. So, um, so I'm like, I do not want anything to go wrong that would mess up or make me lose my license before this trip, right? right, right? right yeah, so like, I'm a little bit like worried. It's like, she's accusing me. She thinks that we were street racing and I'm on the phone with the RCMP. Where were you? Where were you? Or- uh, it was down there in the normal place. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. Um, but the, um, yeah, no, we were down there and I'm just on the phone with her and I'm just like, I, I don't know what to say. Like, I don't want to be a dick and just like deny everything because obviously she wouldn't have gotten a call if it wasn't for nothing. So I need to explain in a legal way what was happening, so to speak, in order to kind of move away from the drag racing scenario that's going through her mind. Yeah. So like that was a bit like nerve wrackings, um, you know, so to speak. But yeah, no, it was, uh, you know, apologized. said like, I'm really sorry about that. I won't do it again and moved on. And like, it was weird they though. They called you. They called that's me. That's insane. They called me. Because that's because they have so no weird. proof. They can't give you a ticket for anything. Oh, but I know. And by the time they would have gotten out there, we would have gone. Left. Especially if they're going to call you and give you the heads up. 
up. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'd be like, nope, didn't do anything. See you later. <laughs> yeah, but then it's like she, like she already has my license, my name, my you know. Yeah, but um, well, they can't do anything if they don't have proof. She was trying no, to get I, you to probably I, admit I proof, know, right? I know, but like, well, that's what I think. What she said? Did she say anything more? Like we're trying to. Uh, no, it's, I, I can play you the message. I haven't recorded. Oh, just a message um, you didn't answer? Or? Well, no. I mean, like, I I, always, the phone call? I have, like, an app that ref- records all my phone calls. So, like, I can play you the phone call. Oh, cool. Uh, but, uh, yeah. Do you want to play it on the podcast or no? Yeah, not really. But okay. I don't care okay. <laughs> what, uh, what, like, the specifics, kind of what details are said. So, sure, I don't know if sure. it's, like, licenses or sure, anything. Sure, yeah. But, um, you always blurt out. But, like, the thing is, is that, like, she has my name, license plate. Like, yes, there's nothing that she could do in that instance. But if I'm, like, no, didn't do anything, I wasn't even there, and just all that kind of stuff yeah. if i piss her off she might go out sure, of her yes. way nice to, be all to nice give me you know to you know, make my life difficult just make sure you were if she actually were you speeding or like, just don't admit to it like, oh no of course her, they could probably give you a ticket there for admitting I, you're speeding. I, and that's what i uh, that's what i was saying G-racing. is that like i was not G-racing. i i like i admitted things but without like actually like admitting it right yeah so it's like were you street racing i was like no were you driving side by side and i said Briefly, when I was making, when I was passing them, like on the road, right? So yeah. like, I, and which is legal, um, and stuff like that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, everything, yeah. everything that I actually or like, admitted like, oh, to. Or like, you going fast? Like, well, I, like, were you speeding? I'm like, I, I don't know if I was speeding, but maybe I was going fast for the conditions outside. I didn't even say and that. Like, I said, but, I just. But you said can say you're going fast, that, but that's all subjective. Yeah. Uh, fast is yeah, not exactly. saying going speed faster than the speed limit. It's going fast to whatever I feel it's fast. Yeah. So, like, so if a cop ever pulls you over, anyone listening, and they come up to you like, do you know how fast you're going? And like you don't want to be like, oh, I was I was going the speed limit, right? Or like, and like, cause they'll just you know, whatever. But you don't want to admit to the truth. You admit, yeah, I was going 85. And like, yeah, you were. And then blah blah. Do you just be like, um, I don't actually know how fast I was going. Um, but maybe I was going too fast for the conditions currently yeah. right now. And too too fast for the conditions. What does that mean? That doesn't mean uh, it's, that doesn't uh, mean too fast for the speed limit. It just so many like I was going faster than I should be. I don't know. They have a and term then, for that. It's like um, uh, what is it? Admitting. Uh, they have a term that it's like you're admitting to something, but it's not an actual like yeah, like it's not a, um, a, a admission of guilt or whatever. Like it, it's something like you said, it's like going fast. Well, what is fast? Right? Yeah, it's like I mean, so I could be on a lawnmower and going you give them a, ten kilometers. If you give them a number, fast. if you give them a number though, right? Yeah, a sp- like a speed, like a, an actual number, then you can get charged at that number because yeah. anything you used will be used against you in a court of law, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Can and will be used against you in a court of law. And, and that's the exact reason why I was so worried about talking to her is because I didn't want to uh, like piss her off. Incriminate yourself or piss her off. I didn't want to incriminate myself. Like, I, wa- I didn't want to piss her off. I wanted to be able to like, you know, you know basically apologize, move forward, and just like... Um, so it kind of you know, put it behind me, so to speak, without actually saying, yes, I did this. Nice, right? yeah. But. So uh, I booked tickets... Or come and see you in LA. No way. Yeah, dude. That is awesome. Yeah, I guess, uh, I don't know if anybody's on the podcast knows, but we are going to LA for a month, um, <laughs> just down from Malibu, kind of like 15 minutes uh, down and then inland a bit. Um, yeah, I'm really, really bloody excited. You guys got a bunch of stuff lined up? Yeah. Or you'll have some stuff lined up? have like 15 or 20 cars already. Like, that's pretty sweet. We're, we're going to be filming a feature every single day. Wow, like, that's It's going to be busy. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm really excited. Like, more than anything we'll else. We'll record a podcast or two while I'm down there, too. Oh, for sure, sure. yeah. We'll have, like, I'm the excited. podcast permanently set up, which will be nice. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, we'll be down there, and we'll be able to actually, um, you know, film. Like, we're stuck in Vancouver right now, not being able to do anything because the weather's so bad and cold. Yeah. So it's going to be nice to be somewhere where it's, like, 25-plus degrees. Yeah, it'll be nice, man. It'll be a good trip, for sure. Be, I can't wait to come down. I'm only coming down for a weekend yeah. in the bit. Like, just our... Our flight, we fly in on Thursday night. Uh, what day? 
the twelfth or eleventh, whatever the January. January oh, 11th. so you're so you're coming right at the beginning. Uh, near the beginning, not the first week, but yeah, the January. Oh, we have the place. We get the place the 8th on the eighth. Yeah, so right at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I'll be there on the eleventh. Okay. So the night of the eleventh. Okay. And then uh, we're going back on the sixteenth, the Tuesday night. Eleventh, which is what day? Thursday. Thursday. So the Thursday. So Friday will okay, probably cool. be. We're gonna go to Disneyland for a day because yeah. I'm gonna go for right. And then uh, so Friday's probably the best day to do it because it's not a weekend day. Yeah. So it'll probably be not too busy. Maybe Monday it might be a better day, but we'll see. Yeah. And then um, and then yeah, and then we're going back on the sixteenth. So you know, we'll have Saturday, Sunday to do some cool shit. Monday to do some cool shit. That's awesome. I want to go so to the comedy store, of course, right? The, the West Store? The comedy store. What's the comedy store? It's the, uh, it's where all the comedians go to like do the material right now. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's been around. It's the world's most famous place to do comedy, like most famous comedy club in wow, the world. Basically. I'm down for that. Yeah, so like yeah. right now, like you can look up any day yeah. and they'll be like, oh, uh, well, not Louis C.K. right now, but, yeah. you know, Louis C.K. or like even Dave Chappelle will shop, uh, shop in there and do something or, you know, Chris D'Elia or, you know, just like, you know, Joe it's Rogan. Like an, it's like an open Shakir, mic thing? It's not like an open mic. You have to be like a comedy store regular, like right. on their books or whatever. Yeah. But um, if you're like one of these like regulars, like the, all these comedies, comedians in LA that do it, then they, yeah, they all, there's like three or four different rooms. And I think you pay tickets for like a room or like whatever, 23 bucks for the night right. or whatever for the room. Yeah. And then, yeah, they all do, they're usually doing like 20, 15 minutes here, 20 minutes there. And it's just, they're usually trying out their new material before they go on like tour or whatever. But um, yeah, there's, it's, um, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, I can't wait. It's like world famous, right? It's called the world famous comedy store. Wow. For a reason. Yeah, I'm really um, excited to check that out. And whole, yeah, and we'll definitely, Michael's is super down. He obviously wants to go to the comedy store a couple nights. Yeah. And other than that, yeah, I don't know. We'll record a couple podcasts and, you know, do some good shit like that. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. I mean, like, I've, I, I've like lived other places like for a brief period of a brief period of time, but you know, like I'm actually, we're pretty much moving there for a month, right? Like yeah. I've been backpacking and I've stayed places for a few weeks and stuff like that, but that's pretty much traveling with the stuff on your back. Now we're actually driving down and we're basically moving all of our monitors, computers, everything down to this house. Yeah, yeah. And it's like we're actually like moving in for a bit. So it's going to be cool to kind of, you know, get away from everything. And by the time we get back, we'll have so many videos banked from that, uh, from that you know, month or so that it's like I'll probably go on a trip somewhere for a bit. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, at that point, we just have to do editing and stuff like that. And we basically covered for three, four months. So at that point, like, I'm going to say, screw it. I'm just going to go to, you know, Peru or, you know, Colombia for like a month and then, uh, yeah, sweet. come back in the summer. That'd be pretty sweet. Yeah, Disneyland. I haven't been to Disneyland for like a long time. I think it went once when I was yeah. like really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm assuming you just get day passes. Just a one day, yeah. Yeah. Just a one day. The resorts there seem pretty cool. They do. Uh, they're building a new Star Wars resort. Star Wars. The, the whole fucking place will be Star Wars themed. The whole resort. Really. And like you'll go in there and you'll get like an a start like an identity. Yeah. Of just like a random like random smuggler with like a name or whatever, and you have like a mission objective and like there's all these like crazy and like the concept art for it looks just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. I'm like oh. See the only downside oh. is that there's so many bloody kids. I mean, like, it'd be so much more enjoyable if they yeah. had, like, adult-only, like, um, Disneyland Yeah, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. Adult-only. But, um, yeah, did you hear about the new Star Wars? There's, like, a whole bunch of controversy saying that it's Ooh. all liberalized and it's, uh... Liberalized. Like, I heard that, like, a, there's a large percent, not a large percentage, but there's a decent percentage of some fans that don't like it. 
Yeah. Then they're saying it's the worst thing ever, and they want to release, uh, erase from um, the fan, like the trilogy, and blah 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 blah. And uh, I, I don't know. I, I have my own a couple issues with it, right? But I yeah, didn't I'm, think I'm, overall. You've seen it? Yeah. I've like this twice. is the most recent one, right? The one that was just yeah, I've released. Seen it twice. Okay. Yeah. Twice. Right? Yeah. I, I, uh, I liked it. I didn't have that many. I, you know, some things I didn't like about it, but it was. I didn't find it terrible or anything. I thought it was good. Yeah. Was Harrison Ford in that one? Uh, no. Was he in the last one? Yep. Okay. How was he? He's good. Yeah. Yeah. He was good. <laughs> yeah. There's a reason it wasn't in this one, but what? Well, he died in the last one. Did he? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I well, that's yeah, not a spoiler alert because that one came out two years ago. So fuck anyone who listened to that one. It hasn't been two years. Well, not the the last one was Rogue One, but that was not an anthropology. Uh, that was just an anthropology film and not the episode. So okay. Episode seven came out two years ago. So, so this episode since eight. like okay so, so since like 2001 which I think was the last older one that was no, made. No, it was 2005. What was 2005? Revenge of the Sith. Is that with Darth Maul? Yeah, uh, no, that's Phantom Menace in 1999. Okay, so the last one I saw was in 1999. You didn't see Attack of the Clones or Revenge of the Sith? I didn't know that they had one in 2005. And they had one in 2003, I think, 2004, 2003, 2003, 2002. Whatever, 2002 or 2003. Oh, has, okay, I've seen three. 2002, uh, sorry. It's, I think it's um, they, they had an, Attack of the Clones. They had an, the original three of them, right? The original three? Well, I mean, there are original three Star Wars, yeah, isn't there? Yeah, 77. There's episode three, two, and one. No, there's episode four, five, and six. Uh, but they weren't the first uh, but ones. But, the but at the time, they weren't four, five, and six. At the time, they were Star Wars: New Hope. That's episode one, I guess. But it was episode four. Okay. So, and 1977. Then they did Empire Strikes Back three years later in 80, 1980. Yeah. And uh, Return of the Jedi in 83. And then later, they're like, "Oh, we're coming out three more." So those ones became episode four, five, and six. And they did a prequel trilogy. Called, uh, called episodes one, two, and three in 1999, 2002, and 2005. Okay, so I've seen episodes four, five, six. Those I, are the best three to watch. Yeah. yeah. And then I just kind of lost track. I had no idea that there were that many Star Wars. Like, realistically, I, up until recently, I thought they had three Star Wars and then they decided to make, like, like another one or two and then that's the most recent ones. But no, I had no idea that there were that many bloody Star Wars. Mm, yeah, there's more. Yeah, there's. That's crazy. Yeah, like if I, I feel like if I see any of them, I need to start from the beginning again. Well, yeah, or start like, there's a good order to watch them in, like Machete Order or something. Like, would you suggest, like, you've obviously, you're a, a fan of them. Would you obviously suggest starting, like, from, in the order that they were created? Or, the, um, yeah, you can do, or the episode the chronological kind of, order, you can do uh, the order they were released order. Or you can do, like, Machete Order, which is what I really like. So you can go four, five, uh, two, three, six, and just cut out one. Because you don't need to watch Phantom Menace, but I like Phantom Menace. I'll, I'm gonna get a little bit of hate for that, but I actually like it, and I'll throw it in there too. So I go four, five, one, two, three, six. And then I, I think I just probably go one, two, three, four, five, six. I mean, like you can do that because too. I remember it's like they filmed the first too. one, and then the next movie it was like before that happened, it was this. So it'd make almost sense to do it chronological order. Yeah, you can go chronological one, two, three, four, five, six, yeah, uh, seven, eight. Not because there's eight movies. It would just be a bit weird because it starts in like episode one, and then like that's like very modern, so to speak, in terms of the technology. And then when you end up at like four, five, six, it's all older kind of thing. So you're almost going back in time, then going forward in time again. Yeah. But yeah, no, I definitely should do that. Do you know where Marcus is? (laughs) Marcus says, "Yo, yo, sorry, emergency at work. Is it too late if I leave now? I feel like this. Uh, Yeah, I would 
uh, I, I'd say we'd, we'd be able to wrap this up as a full podcast here in like a minute or two. It's, yeah. it's almost been an hour. Yeah, yeah, it's too late because I got um, yeah. in like 40 minutes. Yeah, we'll, we'll wrap this up and I can take off. No problem. Cool. Well, uh, any more like, card news or? No, um, I mean, yeah, it doesn't look like Marcus is coming, but we'll uh, wrap it up the way. Uh, oh, redo that. Emergency at work. I guess someone died or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the old people. Yeah, we're talking about old people. <laughs> but my grandma is. Uh, like, is we she have, there? No, no. My grandma is like at our house right now, oh, and like she's like. She's not like an elderly person in terms of like that. She's very quite comical, and she says, "Well, that's why old people never buy ripe bananas." <laughs> or sorry, that's why old people only buy ripe bananas because if you buy ones that aren't ripe, you know, <laughs> you're not be around. That's not funny. Just one second. Um, what else? What else? So in LA, can you spoil any of the cars that you're gonna? I, I don't know exactly which ones are locked in. Um, so I have to talk to Marcus about and to see about that. But like, we have some awesome stuff lined up, and like, we have some things lined up with dealerships, uh, which basically means we have like a whole bunch of different. Um, nice, like, yeah. The like Marcus was saying a bit about that. That there might be a, a dealership car, so we might be able to pick us up at the airport in the yeah. car. That'd be really cool. We want to do a trip to Vegas. We want to try to get like a McLaren or something like that. Oh, cool. And, and then like just go drive to yeah, Vegas. Do, do, yeah, go drive. It's like going four hours away. Yeah, it's like driving to Kelowna. Yeah, that's crazy. It's yeah. like go through the desert, you know, like a McLaren. <sighs> Dream come true. And we'll have a radar detector. So that's another thing. Yeah, that's, yeah. you don't want to be getting a ticket down there. Yeah. Ooh, in a car that isn't like, ours. Don't back down there to, or just pay her, but... Well, in a, in that a car that's not ours. That's, yeah. like, you know, spicy car too, like that. Ooh. Yeah. All right, well, we'll wrap it up here today. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, this has been a little bit of a shorter podcast, but we got to get back to our Christmas festivities. Um, yeah, did you, guys, did you guys release the last one? I don't know. I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Yeah. But okay. anyways, I uh, wish you guys a happy holiday and Merry Christmas, and we'll talk to you again later. Merry Christmas and happy holidays, everyone.